Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. We're going to talk about what happens at a wholesale closing, right? I assume some people know what happens at a purchase closing or a sale closing. Those are typical if you're buying something and or if you're selling something. But we're going to talk about what happens at a wholesale closing. So a couple of things. First of all, where does it take place? So you know, if you watch uh, people who teach us in other states, it's going to take place at a title company. In New York, it's going to take place in an attorney's office. So if they're... You, in general, it takes place in a seller's attorney's office. But if the buyer has a lender, then it'll take place in the lender's office, right? Because the seller's getting all the money, but the lender's bringing most of the money. So that's how it works. So at a wholesale closing, there can be as many as two attorneys. and as, I'm sorry, as few as two attorneys and as many as four attorneys there, which is a little crazy. Um, let's talk about when there's two attorneys. So if the seller knows that we're signing the contract, uh, sometimes my attorney won't even attend. Uh, and he'll just get everything ready, make sure that the, my assignment fee gets wired to me, and the sales attorney and the buyer's attorney will be there. Jesus, it's hot here. Um, if, oh my God, sorry. So, if um, if, the, if, if the seller's attorney doesn't know that we're signing the contract, then my attorney will attend. And if the buyer, the assignee, is getting a hard money loan, then um, there will be a lender's attorney there too. So there'll be four attorneys: seller me in the middle, um, buyer's attorney, and then a, a lender's attorney, which is crazy. Four attorneys all getting paid thousands of dollars to be at one closing. This is why New York is so dramatically different. Now, what's going to happen at the closing? The title company is there really to provide a service. Just make sure that clean title is being conveyed, that there's no liens, that if there's any mortgages or liens that they get paid off at the closing. Um, they're also checking taxes, making sure that taxes are paid up to date. Any taxes due uh, in the near future get paid also. And the seller's attorney is making sure that they get all the money that they're contractually obligated to. My attorney is there to make sure that I get my assignment fee. The buyer's attorney is there to make sure that all the money that they are supposed to pay, including my fee, gets paid um, to the seller. And the lender is there to make the buyer whole if the buyer is borrowing money. That's what everybody's doing. It's pretty simple. The problem is it takes a long time. I don't go to closings anymore. For the first two or three years I did this, I went to closings. But, you know, my dream, which I haven't achieved yet, of doing 10 deals a month, you know, 10 deals a month is 10 buys, 10 sales. There's only 20 business days in a month. I'm not spending all day at a closing. So I don't go to the closings. My attorney attends in my stead. And I found that also when I was, you know, for the first four years I was doing this, I was fixing and flipping, you know, doing major rehabs. Every time I went to a closing, it ended up costing me money because the buyer would always say something like, oh, you know, you said... You were going to fix the gutters, but you didn't really look so great. And that kind of thing, when I ended up giving a $200 credit to make them happy because I'm a pushover. My attorney can easily just say, I'm sorry, I can't contact my client or I'm not authorized to give that money. <coughs> and usually that's going to be fine. So I don't attend closings. Um, I don't recommend that anybody attends closings if you have a significant business. If you think about it, if you're doing any kind of decent uh, amount of time, a closing should take an hour, but a closing can take like five or six hours if there's any kind of problem. Right? If they can't get information on tax content, which means an update to see if the taxes were paid. If there's some lien that shows up that they're not sure if it was paid. All these stupid things show up. Or if the lender doesn't get the wire for the money. Or if the buyer's attorney has to wire the money or thought that he could bring a check and the seller wants a wire. These stupid things happen all the time. I don't advise you to actually show up to be there. Right? Just get paid after. Um, and I know all these gurus show uh, HUDs and... Um, and checks, it, it just happened in New York. I get, I get, a, we get a closing statement, right, written by my attorney. It's usually not HUD, 
um, a HUD is done if there's, you know, in other states with this title company, I, I get a closing statement that says, this is your assignment fee, this is our fee, anywhere, anything that came out, anything we had to give, and here's your wire, and we get a wire. And that's the simple truth of how closings happen. Um, much easier than sitting there and waiting four hours for, uh, you know, somebody to get an original death certificate or something crazy like that. So so I uh, I don't recommend you go to closings. Maybe go to one if you're starting, it's your first big deal, you want to see how it goes. But um, if you're doing a fix and flip, I really recommend you don't go, like I said, because all these little things come up. So that's what happens at a closing. I'm people, I, I get, this was by request, so I hope this was helpful in any way. Again, I don't go to these, but I hope it was helpful. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.